Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome in. It's Donna and Steve. The experience on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine is taking the day off today. Uh, we've got Don McLean in hour one. Yes, I didn't help at all. I just realized. Listen, we're happy to have you. You'll talk about anything, and that's what we love. And so you're uh, you're just such a team player. So we're happy to have you here for hour one. And then we have got the what people have been clamoring for. Yes. The reunion. The reunion of Elizabeth Donna and Reese. Elizabeth. Or I'm sorry, Steve, Steve. I forgot your name. I'm here. Okay. Um, and this will be our first time broadcasting together since our vicious breakup on yeah, Twin Cities. Yeah, your fallout. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Our falling out where we both just <laughs> cried during the final episode and told each other that we loved each other. Um, so anyway, Elizabeth will join us for hour two and three today. I know that she's pumped, and I bet you'll be excited about this too, Don, because you're a baker. Yes. Today. She's uh, she's going to be on TV this morning on Minnesota Live, which is why she can't join us all three hours. Okay. Uh, she is kicking off 12 Days of Cookies, and this is an annual thing that she does every year on Twin Cities Live. We're starting today, and then for the next 12 episodes of that show, she will be meeting with a baker, and they'll be going through a cookie recipe. Now, sometimes they use the, the phrase or the term cookie loosely, because there sure. have been bars... That have sneaked in. Oh yeah, yeah. I feel like there's been a brownie situation at some point, but mm-hmm. still, for for folks like you or the hobby baker who loves to bake Christmas cookies, uh, it is a good twelve day stretch to watch Twin Cities Live. Oh my gosh, this is going to be great! And she's sharing them on also on Minnesota Live. She's on Minnesota Live. Yes. And, uh, Will and, she be doing all the cookies on Minnesota Live each day as well? No, I think they're just doing that just for a big launch. Yeah, just to promote it she's yeah she's gonna be on all the stations today she'll be on cco mid-morning talking about it oh that's my, not true oh. she'll just be on minnesota Life, <laughs> i believe uh, you about i'm so gullible <laughs> but like, it'll be uh, work that out hey by the way um we, we start by talking about cookies which are sweet and uplifting and that's because and we'll just hit this real quick it was a real bad day to be a, a minnesota sports fan yesterday yeah it's not good the vi- all the money. It's like you risked it all. There was a lot on the line for the Vikings yesterday. They're not out of it, but like every game matters for the Vikings in hoping to make a playoff push. Yeah. And when you lose to, to the, the Detroit Lions. Lions any year, it doesn't sound good. When it's this year and they haven't won a single game, it's a real bad day. And it was the last play of the game. I mean, it, it, it was it. It was it was you a defensive stand here, and you win, and this headline never happens. And if you don't, 
everyone is talking about you losing. Well, Alexis shared this story. I was traveling this weekend, and I didn't check on any football scores. I didn't hear about this. She shared her experience at home. Um, oh, yes. Well, she oh, put it on go. the grid and said, the Vikings suck. That's what she put on the <laughs> grid. And I'm like, oh, what happened? Oh, boy. So she told her side. She said that she was hearing um, on Hill from the other room, her husband. Oh, no. yes, he was yes. just laughing. <laughs> now, he's a fan of the Vikings. Right. But she said sometimes you just have to get through the pain by hysterically laughing, which is what he was doing. And she's like, what's going on in there? And he's like, oh, it's like an if you don't laugh you'll cry. Yeah. Sort of a sort of a scenario. I think you know the Vikings um I was I was loosely paying attention to the game yesterday. Mm-hmm. But they were down and then they came back and it and had the feeling winning. of like you know what that was close call there. We had to get our act together. Right. Slow start, didn't take them seriously and we'll be fine. And then somehow some way the Detroit Lions, I mean it's rare in football on a passing play. Yeah. Not a not a kick. There are uh, field goal kicks as time expires with Absolutely. a couple seconds left. It is rare for there to be a buzzer beater touchdown. Right. And that happened yesterday. And and let me just say this. I am in my heart, first and foremost, I grew up in Pittsburgh. So sure. I'm a Pittsburgh Steeler fan. And the Steelers, they, a few weeks ago, uh, played the Detroit Lions and tied them. So they we're the reason that they had a tie, which is very rare in the NFL. So we felt like the, oh, Lord, you couldn't beat the Lions. <laughs> and there was a little yeah. part was like, okay, misery loves company, you know, yeah. sort of a little schadenfreude there. And so a uh, tough day. But if you're, yeah, if you're like a sports fan and you've got littles at your house who just, or maybe you or your significant other who the mood of your Monday or the rest of your Sunday is based on how the game went, which is what happens for some people. You're in a tough space. Yeah, I wonder. Um, so I heard that they were up, and then you know they just they like you said the uh, they let the touchdown come through, and um, I just wonder what exactly happened. Like if we could break down exactly what happened, where did they go wrong? Who was supposed to be covering that? person yeah what yeah can it, we pinpoint and blame one person if one person's <laughs> gonna get blamed you can and that one person uh would be head coach mike simmer who oh, as it happened coach. people have been there have been articles in years past and even calls earlier this year of is mike zimmer gonna lose his job and the nfl is very cutthroat where it would be like us doing a show didn't yeah. go great and then B. Arthur meets us right as we leave and says, hey, by the way, you're done. Don't come back tomorrow. They, the NFL can be vicious and that yes, they just they shut it down. Done. I haven't seen anything uh, like that this morning, but it's getting the feeling that if the Vikings don't make the playoffs and have a loss to the Detroit Lions, and if we end up being their only win uh, oh. that they had you know, against the Vikings this year, it's going to be tough sledding for Mike Zimmer to come back. But if you get to the playoffs and you make a push, winning heals everything. But boy, tough day yesterday. You also, know? oh, go ahead. go ahead. No, you go. Um, I have a question. So, did they? Was it a passing play, and then it was run into the end? They ran into the end zone, or did they pass into the end zone? They passed into the end zone, Ooh. and so it was like one last play, and they were like at around the ten yard line. So it was like, look, this is a coin flip. This okay, could go either it? way. Tight little window. I mean, the little ball got window. to the guy just where it could get him. Two Vikings defenders around him. It was a great catch. 
Um, Can you imagine how excited the Lions fans are, though? Oh, my gosh. I bet they just had such a great time. Just that. That's one of those times where if you lose enough in a year, and they that their last win, the Detroit Lions' last win, was 364 days prior to. They hadn't won since early December yeah. of last year. So you, if you lose enough, just one win, when you still are in last place, as last place as you can be, it's reason for celebration. And they're pumped in the locker room, and they're having a good time, and it's oh, it's, great. it's a good day in Detroit. Them. Bad day in Minnesota, so uh, we'll keep watching to see if any big news breaks out of the Vikings headquarters. Oh, but it seems like Mike Zimmer seems to be safe for the time being. By the way, we had our neighborhood tree lighting thing over the weekend. I got these two oh. trees from Home Depot that I like. We have a boulevard tree that we light up. We all went out. We had fires. We had Christmas music, hot cocoa. It was great. It was lovely. We did this on Saturday. But, man, I got these two new trees, outdoor trees uh, from, from Home Depot. And those suckers blew over about 37 times yesterday. <laughs> oh, the no. winds in Chaska are unbelievable. But then I realized after about the fourth time that I picked them up and reassembled these artificial outdoor trees yeah. that all I needed to do was move them back closer to the house. Don, we have had 40 plus mile an hour wind gusts here in Chaska. Yeah, no. Super windy. And those trees have not fallen. Yes. That feel is like, great, Steve. Like Chevy great Chase. News. Wow, I'm so happy for you. Thank you, Don. Uh, we have a jam-packed show for you today. It's Money Monday. That's coming up at 1130. College of Pop Culture Knowledge at 1030. Oh, and I've got a show that I binge-watched that I think you should check out, too. And, Don, I think you might like it. But first, when we come back, some things that make you go, huh? Oh, this is fun. Can you figure this out? The inventor of this famous kid's toy from the 90s mm. was a Unabomber suspect and wasn't cleared <laughs> until they found Ted Kaczynski. I'll tell you about that and other dumb things you don't need to know, but you'll be happy you do. When we come back, it's Donna and Steve on my talk. You done? Ta Thank you, Taylor. Uh, Taylor, the, Taylor's right so there, everybody. Thank that. you, Taylor. So sorry that happened to you, Taylor. That's a um, that's a long bumper song coming back from commercial. <laughs> that's all she does now is long. She's like, hey, SNL, cool. I'm going to do this. It's going to be like November Rain and Ina Gata DeVita <laughs> mashup. I'm going to be out here for 11 minutes. Yeah. So. Um, and wow. Thank you, Taylor. Anyway, welcome back. It is the uh, Don and Steve Experience. Happy Monday to everybody. By the way, it's already December 6th. I'm just saying that. I have nothing else to say about it. Just, it's December 6th, so you have to deal with that. Reality, Don McLean is in for a uh, vacationing Donna Valentine today. Yeah. Hour two, Elizabeth Reese will join us. Uh, coming off of her press tour that she's doing this morning for 12 <laughs> Days of Cookies. Oh, the annual series on Twin Cities Live. I think it's the 13th annual. 12 Days of Cookies. Seriously? Huh. Things that make you go, huh? Wow. I should have saved it for this. Huh. Things that make you go, huh. Things that make you go, huh. Yeah, she does it every year. She gets all pumped about this. And uh, as the years went on, and people have asked, why did you leave Twin Cities Live? As the years went on, she stopped <laughs> bringing me cookies during this. She used to, like, I would, like, eat one every day. This is good. This is great. I like this. This tastes good. And then she was just like, oh, those cookies were great. And then I had nothing. So this wasn't a feature on the show where she baked them and said, here they are, look at them. Why? That's how it started. No, oh. she would, She bakes them previously. She has to meet up with different bakers and then the she'll do... The whole package. Do, it's the whole thing. It's a, it's, a very, it's a very fun production. People really do love it. So uh, anyway, she'll join us at 10. We'll be asking her about that, among many other things. Uh, okay, so I gave you this before the break. The inventor of this toy, which at a time was a very hot toy. Okay 
was a Unabomber suspect as well. The FBI actually talked with this guy over a span of six months due to many coincidences that linked him to the Unabomber. He was not cleared until Ted Kaczynski was arrested. So the question that I ask you is, the inventor of what toy was a Unabomber suspect? Precious moments. Wow. Don, why are you doing that to people's childhoods right now? That's are the... not true, but um, no, that's not a toy. They're just figurines. Little okay, cute let me guess darling again. figurines, oh, too. You know, there's a whole chapel. There's a Precious Moments chapel in really? Carthage, Missouri, and it's the inventor <laughs> of Precious Moments, and he's very religious, and they built a chapel. So you go in, and it's like all of the stained glass is Precious Moments doing like the Stations of the Cross. And No. So I'm not <gasps> kidding. It's I do not want to see Precious Moments no. version of Stations of the Cross. No, it's Whoa. freaky. So anyway, if you ever are in between Springfield, Missouri and Joplin, there's a town called Carthage and you can visit there. Okay. Okay, so it was not that, the inventor of Precious no, Moments who was a Unabomber suspect. I'm going to guess Digimon. Not Digimon. That's a electronic Pokemon thing? No, they were little electronic pets. And then you would like, you'd have to feed it. It was like a little tiny thing. And like, if you didn't feed your Digimon, then it would die, (gasps) I think, or go to sleep forever. (laughs) (laughs) Went to the farm. It was like you had to maintain this life of this little thing. Oh, Lord. Well, it was not that. Um, Furby. That's a good guess. And you're really close. Think of one other toy. Okay. Around like late, I think maybe like mid 90s. Could have maybe even gone into early 2000s. My dates are a little off here. But Furby and then this were like the toys of that decade. Oh, shoot. It's a three three word title of the toy. Uh oh. Now you're really throwing me off. Mr. Nuda. I don't know what that is. (laughs) I don't know what that I is. Mr. Out of, Noodle? Out of, out of context. That might sound weird. It was the inventor of Tickle Me Elmo. Oh! That was Elmo. <laughs> Mr. Noodle. Okay. It doesn't sound super elmo no, right now. No, it does, but I just didn't. Yeah. yeah, out of context, it feels yeah, I look demonic. like Elmo today. I have my red jacket on. Look at you on. with your red. I'm wearing the same sweatshirt I've worn for the last <laughs> three days. Yes. And I, my appearance... Now I still have my beard. I'm gonna I'm gonna take my beard off, and the the nation will weep when I do this. But I'm gonna trim my beard tonight. Uh, but I look not great right now. And my hope is that we're only using this video service today just to look at each to other. look at each other for reference points, not for the YouTube page. By the way, you can uh, follow my talk on YouTube. We have a YouTube page, and we're gonna be doing some fun stuff um, really in the new year. On the YouTube page, mm. some fun new things that are going to be happening there. So stick around for that. Meanwhile, I get you to another thing that'll make you go, huh? Okay. Hey, Disney's uh, movie Poco. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson. Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Hannes originally had a role written for John Candy. Oh. He was going to voice a turkey named Red Feather. Oh, boy. But the, oh, boy. the character was cut out after his death. Yeah, and sure, there's a whole bunch of things that might not have been great. But, um, yeah, so John Candy, almost in Pocahontas. Oh, this is interesting. Earlier we were talking about Vin Diesel. Corona did not have to pay to have their beer featured in the Fast and Furious franchise. The producers just picked it. Are you serious? Yeah, they they picked it like heading into the first one because it just fit the vibe of the characters is how they said it. And so the free product placement, they say, has been worth at least $15 million to Corona. I would suggest oh, much than higher that. than that. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. I mean, the I, m- amount of money that people pay for that kind of stuff is... So how many movies have there been? Nine. Nine? Okay. And Vin Diesel is now trying to convince The Rock, who he has a feud with, yeah, he hates to him. come back for the 10th... <gasps> in what I think is the final installment. But he started this by reaching out to The Rock on Instagram, and he started it with my little brother, Dwayne. And no, The Rock's going to go, no. la, 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 once he hears that. It's like, don't, do not. Let me. Here's, here's relationship tips for everybody, no. conflict resolution. If yeah. you're fighting with someone who isn't your little brother, and I would suggest even if they are, but if it's anybody else, don't start with, hey, my little brother, blank. Because now it feels you. like you're power playing them, doesn't it? Yeah. That's just, I mean, he's going to tune out right there. Why oh did they start fighting to begin with? Do you know? Like, what is it? I've never seen one Fast and Furious movie. Not even one. I think this had to do with, I think they had different levels of what they think is like professionalism <laughs> on set. And I think, and I could be mistaken this, and maybe I'm blinded by my love and support of The Rock. Okay. But I think that it has to do with The Rock had a very professional approach to how movies should get done and how no. everybody should be treated. And Dwayne Johnson was looser. Is that what you're... I, I, I mean, I would go just... I'm Team Rock. Are you trying yeah. to put, pit me against The Rock? Oh, I'm totally Team Rock. Yeah. Yeah, Vin Diesel's weird. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I call him Mr. Potato Head. That's what he looks <laughs> and it like works. to me. Oh, Don. I have a show uh, starring Kevin Hart, who has been in movies with The Rock before, that I think is really a fun watch on Netflix. I binged the whole thing, finished it, and it's only one season. I'll tell you about it next. Hey, My Talk 107, 114th annual Santa project to benefit Ronald McDonald House Cherries is on like Donkey Kong. You could bring a toy or a gift to Dean's Home Services in Minneapolis. Uh, We're going to be at their... Um, Brooklyn Center location, brand new headquarters that they've got, which is really cool. And so the Don and Steve show is going to be there on Wednesday, December 8th. It's so new, you might not even find the, the, the new Dean's Home Services location on Google. That's how new and fresh it is. But we're going to be there December 8th. So cool. you could bring a toy, you could bring a gift, and we'll make sure that it gets to our friends at Ronald McDonald House Charities in time for the holidays. More details, full broadcast schedule for all of our Santa stops. At mytalk1071.com, key word is Santa. Okay. Don, we had a really, we had a good time yesterday, or yesterday, on Friday. Uh, we were at Twin Cities Closet Company for a Santa stop. Oh, 
Oh, it was so fun. It was great. We were on this little main street in Mound, a town I had never been to. Right. You were uh, trying to discover where Mound was, I remember, on Thursday. Turns out it's near like uh, Minnetonka, Minnetrista, Orono, sort of up in that neck of the woods. Okay. Oh, it was such a cute little spot. And we just had people come. We had like a studio audience the whole time. People coming and going. It was lovely. It was great. I'm so, was so excited fun. that this is back because this is one of the events where people can come and watch the whole show if you want to. Oh, yeah. You can hang out the whole time. And um, it's really great. And, you know, Twin Cities Closet Company gave out goodie bags. Dean's Home Services is giving out a Dean's Club membership for the year. So, like, there's incentive to, to coming out. It's really, really cool. So, anyway, more details on that to come. Uh, again, go to mytuck1071.com, keyword Santa, for the full schedule. I fully binged a show watched every episode started it on maybe friday whoa i think friday how many uh episodes maybe thursday okay listen it's only seven episodes okay are they hours they are less than an hour the first one is like 53 minutes there are some that are 27 minutes there are some that are 39 minutes it's in a sweet spot i only fell asleep during one of the episodes (laughs) Episode five. Okay. Again, not because of the episode. I just had laid down on the couch. When that happens, it's game over. Yeah. The show is called True Story. True Story? Have you heard of this? No. This is on Netflix. Okay. And it is uh, starring Kevin Hart and Wesley Snipes. Oh. Hey, welcome back, Wesley Snipes. Oh, my gosh. Good to to see you. And uh, in it, Kevin Hart essentially plays a version of himself, this on-top-of-the-world comic who's also now doing movies and his career is just blowing up just dominating it goes back to his hometown of philly for a tour stop and uh he's sober has battled some addiction in the past okay his brother wesley snipes can be a bit of bad news when he comes around so you you know kevin hart's manager in this is like hey you got to be really careful with this guy sure enough he hangs out with the brother one night just one drink and then wakes up to a problem oh and then it goes from there and it is not a comedy kevin hart uh it isn't no and kevin hart was talking to our buddy jeremy parsons from people magazine and i'm going to take this from about a six second soundbite that i heard on one of jeremy's uh, insta stories talking to kevin hart but he said like is this the the most important project you've done like the one that is just tied deepest to you and he said for sure it is kevin hart did that and just because I think it's such a departation from what he would normally do, but it's also puts his hometown of Philly on the map. That's like central to the story. And I'm sure that within it, there are some themes that Kevin Hart's had to deal with in his own life that you see the character dealing with too, as you just have a meteoric rise to global fame. Yeah. And there are some twists and there are some turns. And I'll tell you what, it kind of gave me a feeling, I'm going to liken it to a different show, uh, okay. Dead to Me. We oh. watched Dead to Me. Right, right, right. But here, here's why I'm saying that. Because there, do you remember when you watched Dead to Me um, with Christina Applegate? It gave you an anxious feeling of like, oh no, wait, mm-hmm. now, now those people are coming by. Ooh, you shouldn't go there. It, just this, there's this. Because of the inciting incident, as there, we call it in screenwriting. Yes. It's, it's called the point of no return, where okay. once an event happens, it's the catalyst for everything 
that drives the movie. And it's it's great to find your inciting incident. If you don't have one, it just wanders all over the place. Well, let me tell you something. True story, the Netflix series, uh, it has an inciting incident in the first episode. And then there is no turning back. And it's just wild as you watch Kevin Hart's character try to figure it all out. By the way, I'll just say this. Last time I checked, this series, which again is like a miniseries, it's a limited series, so you just only have to deal with one season, which I love. Okay. It doesn't have great reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. So if, you, if you're thinking like, are critics loving it? I think they're mixed on it, but probably a little more negative than positive. But I don't view movies or TV shows like critics, so I often yeah, I disagree with them. them. I listen to my friends. Yes. It's fun because it, it's fast-moving. There are some twists and turns. They they dial up the that anxious feeling of, oh, no, oh, no, oh, you shouldn't go. Don't go in there because then that they're going to... They're going to know or they're whatever. They're going to know. I really am commending you on not telling me what the inciting incident is. <laughs> you, yeah. Yeah, because now I'm really intrigued and I want to watch this. Yeah, it's you could burn through it. I think I'm now going to be telling so many people about it because it's maybe the quickest I've gone through a show in quite some time in credit to the short episodes that allow you to just get right through it but it had me thinking when i was one of the episodes last night it was like 26 minutes and it hit all the arcs and i thought should should all things be this short maybe maybe yeah. is it time for us to oh i i, I, I am used to, so on board with that you could cut stuff because when you do <laughs> yes when you then give me something with a real arc in a span of 30 minutes it's great there's rarely a slow scene you just feel good about everything that you're seeing so that's my suggestion needs to um is it who's directed house of gucci is it ridley scott Mm -hmm. no direct yeah ridley scott somebody needed to have that talk with him on all of his because i don't want to go see this because it's two hours and 38 minutes i mean I start having to think about bathroom situations too. How much of the movie am I gonna? Yeah, there's that miss? website that you can go on to, and it'll tell you when to go to the bathroom. Yeah, that what pee is that? app. It's something yeah. pee. It says it's. I think pee is in the title. Oh, I know this app. Oh my gosh! If you know it, please tweet us. Don at dark. Uh, is it a new? Do you have a new? Handle? I'm still at KSTP Steve on okay. Twitter. Yeah, I don't you have to be. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I'm, I think I changed Instagram from KSTP Steve to. Uh, the Steve Patterson. Okay. Just yeah, I saw that. What I can't be a company man forever, Don. <laughs> Although Facebook is really difficult to change. Is it? I'm TCL Steve Patterson, and um, we have a, a, a friend from Dean's Home Services, the artist formerly known as Stevo, <laughs> from uh, local airwaves here. Okay. And I saw a post of his months ago that said, "I cannot change my title." Because he was no longer working for this radio station uh, that he had been on for oh, so yeah, long. Oh, yeah, I remember. He's fun to talk to. We've, I've, yeah. Yeah, we've he's interviewed him man. on the show. Yep. Yes, cool. and he's probably going to be at Dean's Home Services on Wednesday when Donna and I are out there. He is. He's all sorts of fun. But I'm going to talk to him about what do you know about changing your name? Because if not, I guess I'll just be giving um, a shout-out to Twin <laughs> Cities Live, TCL Steve Patterson, all the time for the rest of my life. Oh, gosh. There has to be a way to change I, it. I would think so. Especially, um, were you um, under, like, was your Instagram listed as a business? Like, my personal Instagram yes. is a business. Yes. yes okay, right. I think it's easier for us. I hope so. Yeah, I think so. Because I what if know. you change your business and you decide you. to, 
you know, you were, you know, Bob's big pancake and breakfast. And now you're, you know, <laughs> Billy because you divorced Bob. Thank you. You got to be able to. You got to be able to. We'll call someone. Hey, by the way, welcome back. Hey, thanks. Uh, from St. Louis. Yeah. Can I ask an ignorant question? Mm-hmm. Hypothetically. Yes. If someone didn't listen well and didn't pick up on whose wedding you were attending in Missouri. Should I have known that? Um, Probably not. I probably didn't say that enough. It's my nephew, um, my nephew's wedding. Because I saw you post cupcakes and it's, you were referencing your daughter in a cupcake, your daughter in a cupcake picture. Yeah. And I was like, there's no way that I missed that she's going there for her daughter's wedding. No. See, this is what happened. I put okay. on the grid that I wanted to talk about this cupcake experience. My yeah. daughter is not only a tattoo artist, but she went to culinary school and became a pastry chef. Unbelievable. So she is like an amazing baker, mm-hmm. uh, and she really does beautiful creations. She molds chocolate, and you can see, I just, it was a quick thing that I put up just so people could see the cupcakes. Yes, and they're amazing. As I was talking, yeah. yeah. So they're both teachers, and so that's why they're teacher-themed okay. uh, cupcakes, but... Um, yes, it's my nephew, Brandon. He just got married. Both teachers. So uh, his wife is a teacher at St. Louis University High School, which is an all-boys Catholic high school. Oh. Pretty prestigious in St. Louis. She is the religion teacher. Oh, my gosh. That's intense. So Brandon Sheesh. really wasn't going to church a lot, but now he is. <laughs> I would imagine. <laughs> all of a sudden, that's all gotten changed. He teaches history at a, a different school. Oh, my. For boys. Yeah. So it's like they are, they're teaching everybody. And, and it was great because the priest, his homily was really funny. Oh, that's It was all about great. teaching. And he was also like, hey, for all the non-Catholics in here, this is going to be about an hour, just so you know. You don't have to <laughs> kneel, stand, do what you want. He's like, when, you, when we do communion, come up and just cross your arms over you and I'll give you a blessing. So oh, that's, what that's we do. great. And then he made a bunch of Catholic jokes. and Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Um, he said Brandon's favorite subject in history is the Restoration Period, which I would encourage him to maybe find something else, because that's whenever <laughs> the Catholics said, oh, yeah. Reformation, sorry. That He's a funny guy. I like a good, a funny priest, a funny oh, he pastor. he's really funny. And Great. you know what? At the wedding, they actually had three priests to their wedding. Wow. Because she's the religion teacher, right? At a Catholic <laughs> you got to go big. Right. So they were all at the wedding, and these priests were on the dance floor with beers, like they were dancing and yeah, had their bud lights, and it's fun, man. Oh, that's really fun. <laughs> well, I will go go if you don't already follow Don at uh, Instagram at Don at Dark. You, the here's what I was taken by in the cupcake creation: yeah. the chalk, the tiny, the chalk. pieces of chalk yeah. that your chalk that your daughter <laughs> created. In pastry form, on top of a cupcake, beneath a little chalkboard, a chalkboard, and then she wrote J plus B equals love. The other one was a book. That's the one that's so extraordinary that is opened and it's like a heart formation Mm -hmm. and tiny writing inside. She should go on an HGTV show or Wow Food Network. You know what I'm talking about. There were other cupcakes, and the story about that, real quick, is that on the way there. Her boyfriend had to slam on the brakes, and um, there were 60 cupcakes to begin with. And No. Yeah, she just, yeah, it was a bad experience. Oh, she no. lost only 12, but she had to repair some of the others to make oh, them presentable Lord. for the rehearsal dinner. 
That is brutal. Yeah. All right, we ended on a low note. I knew we'd I'm get sorry. there. Anyway, they were really good cupcakes. Well, welcome back. Because I got some of the destroyed ones. <laughs> <laughs> Air mom, you can have these. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, hey, when we come back, we'll get into, if you see something, say something. Uh, Zoom has released a new, boy, I don't know if we love Zoom or hate Zoom, but they've released a new feature, and some people are calling it the snitch feature. We'll tell you what Zoom just did when we come back. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk. Welcome back. It's the Donna and Steve experience on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Don McLean sitting in for Donna Valentine, Hello. who's taking the day off. Hello. Hello now. <laughs> Hello, I don't you. Know if that fits. Hello, all. Hello, all. Mm. Nah. Uh, why don't we do this? Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Uh, we right now are on a, a video service called StreamYard. A lot of people who have been working from home during the last year and a half, almost two years, have been using Zoom a lot. Um, Don, if I say the word Zoom, does that conjure up good feelings or bad feelings? It makes me feel bad because <laughs> my friends wanted to Zoom from college and we started doing that and I did it for like the first three and then I was like, they were lasting like two hours and I was yeah. like, ah, oh. and then I'm like, I should just pop on. But then I'm like, but I don't have any makeup on. and Yeah. Mm. Hey, look at me. So I stopped doing it and I felt guilty. Oh, that's a bummer. Anyway. We did a we did a few with our family. Um, you know, we're all spread out, so we did a few of those big group zooms. It was fun, um, but yeah, it can it can be like a lot to keep up on. And for people who work with Zoom all the time, I bet they hate it. By the end of the day, if yeah. someone's like, "Hey, do you want to like do a Zoom happy hour?" Oh, you want to send them a virus, not COVID, <laughs> like a .exe file yeah. on a computer. You know what I'm talking yeah. about. Well, get this. Uh, here's what Zoom is doing. Whether you love it or hate it, Zoom is sticking around. They just launched a feature called Attendance Status. I kind of already thought they had it, but now I'm learning that they just are adding this. Tell me what you think. Okay. This is a tool within Zoom that will easily allow the host and the co-host to see whether people have accepted or declined their meeting invite and then to see whether or not they have joined. I'll jump in. I already thought... That they, they had could. that because when we do like a zoom situation when we would do that on twin cities live after mm-hmm. the show you would have to get welcomed like i was in a waiting room i thought yes and then meeting so organizer guy had to welcome us in but maybe maybe there's a button that you could push i bet it's this you could push a button as the meeting organizer okay and say Anyone who uses the link, we're just going to let them in because I'm not going to stop my presentation, you know. Oh, I see. They auto-join or something. Sure. Yeah. So if okay. it's a case like that, then I suppose you could fly below the radar. Um, so maybe this is something that would help them. So they're launching attendance status. So now they'll be able to look back and see who ended up joining oh. that meeting. Maybe they accepted the meeting invite, but they didn't actually join because it could be 50 people. It could be 100 people. Oh, right. Um so if it's a big meeting, they think that this could be helpful, but some people are calling it the snitch feature <laughs> that was thought up by some type A who is always making sure that everybody's sitting in their place the exact time that they are supposed to and trying to rat out 
those of us who enjoy oh the thrill gosh. of sneaking in late. Now, is everyone able to see that they've joined? Is everyone, or is it just the leader of the Zoom? It would just be the leader of the Zoom. I think the only other way to find that out is when I use Zoom on my iPhone, you can scroll over. You yeah. just keep like swiping, and then it shows you four more people. Four more people. So if you really wanted to be a weasel about it, you could just keep swiping to see is that person that I am looking to keep tabs on, God, are they here? CD. Or not. It is a little bit seedy. Also, another bummer for us non-type A's, no longer can you have the excuse when you jump on late or miss a Zoom meeting that you had to update your app because they're adding a new automatic update feature for both Windows and Mac OS that will ensure everyone is running the very latest version of Zoom. I had to uninstall and reinstall Zoom a couple times. And that'll make you late if you don't realize that. It'll make you late. Oh, God. I almost didn't get on this radio show this morning because <laughs> there was a thing I had to power down and power on, and it was it was scary. It's I was scared. Right. I did a show by myself for nine months before I found a partner once. No. Is that yeah. right? Yeah. I just did different voices, and I would record them, and I would <laughs> do like, here's Sarah calling in about like just like characters. Really? Mm. You know, Don, we have a kindred uh, spirit in this. <laughs> I interned for ESPN Radio yeah. in in the, the Pittsburgh affiliate of, of ESPN Radio, and um, they had something called what they call people in Pittsburgh are yinzers because we say yins instead of you guys or instead of y'all, and so a yinzer is someone who really just like oh my gosh it's they like talk you like you ins right yes, yes yes that's kind of a country thing I'm familiar. So uh, they had a thing called the Yinzer Yap Line, which is where you could just call and complain about local sports, like people will be doing about the Vikings today. They do that over on Score North. Um, anyway, so I then created a voice and created a character. Mm -hmm. yes! And then the producers didn't know. And then after a few times, I was like, by the way, I'm X from Bellevue. That's oh me. God. And they were putting it on the air, like, oh, this is a great voicemail we got from this guy. And then I'm like the guy, like, pressing play in the back and thinking, no one knows. Oh, my God. This is fantastic. I don't know that that tops you hosting a show with other voices <laughs> that all came from your mouth. Yeah. That's uh, a lot. I think it does. I think that counts for sure. I mean, mm. I just, I wanted, I'm like, this is a great opportunity. I wanted to see it not like a, oh, no, poor me thing, but like, here is a chance for me to have all of my creativity, all everything I want to do, nobody is telling me what to do. I don't have to discuss anything with anyone else. What yeah. a golden time and a golden opportunity. Autonomy in the workplace is a beautiful thing that can't be overvalued. Right. The other side of it is some people who just really want the reliability of the corporate structure and to just feel safe in the routine. But if you have a thing where you've somehow created a reality... Yeah. where you're the one who calls the shots and you don't have to worry about the other stuff and managing the other people and mm -hmm. all of that. Yeah. That's I really involve the listeners a lot. And so I had this, a couple of other characters that I would say, Oh, you know, we have so-and-so on the phone for this segment. And then I would just be, do that voice. And I had to tell people later that it was all me. And there were people <laughs> still to this day that go, it wasn't you. It they wasn't don't believe you. you. But That's, it was me just changing my voice from me, and I would talk to the other person that was me and then answer calls. This, from this is amazing. Guest. 
You know, that's like the reason why I got a job here, guys. (laughs) Check her resume, guys. She's got the goods. I was once, uh, quote unquote, hypnotized on a cruise and did a rap in Japanese. And my, just like the people who still didn't believe you to this day, my brother Scooty was like, no, seriously, what was it like? And I was like, Scott, I was drunk. I had about, I don't know if it was six or seven champagnes in 30 minutes at a champagne waterfall on a cruise ship. And then I ran up to the stage to get hypnotized. I was not hypnotized, guys. You I just, just were did, having fun with it. I was really, uh, I was overserved and good with improv <laughs> at the time, I suppose. Uh, Don, we love you. Thanks so much. Elizabeth Bye. Reese. Joining